Welcome to the A Show. It's the Augmented Armor Show for August 7th, 2019. Uh, I don't know how you are. I, I'll be honest, given what's been happening over the last week or so. Uh, you know, I I thought about it for a little bit, and I I tried to listen to my old episode, uh, Thoughts and Prayers, from two years ago. I like it's to a point where I forgot what shooting that thing took place from. But anyways, I. I'll be honest. I'm not even mad. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm not even mad. Whatever happened in Gilroy Food Festival? What happened in uh, El Paso, Texas, Walmart? What happened at the Dayton Entertainment District? I. How can you be angry? Prayers and thoughts. I recorded it almost two years ago, October fourth, you know, two thousand seventeen. Um, I. I don't know what to say other than, nothing has been done. Nothing really changed over the last, ooh, I don't know, 12 years or so, 20 years really, if you start from the Columbine. We're, we have normalized this. It's to a point where even in workplaces and schools, you know, we have the drills to, hey, how to hide, how to, what to do, you know, do you fight, you know, where do you go, where do you, you know, block the door, you know, that kind of shit. And I'm just going, I don't think anyone's even giving thoughts and prayers anymore. You know, it's funny because I, at that time, two years ago in October, when I said this episode 56, go go back and listen to it. I I think I want to go back and listen to it again too. I tried, I just couldn't because it was a little too somber and stuff. But you know what? Since we're normalizing this, I just go, why don't we normalize the entire situation? Hey, this is a new norm. You know, this has been a new norm for for many years. And Shep Smith even said, there's going to be another thoughts and prayers coming. You know, nothing's been done. Ohio, they're like, do something, Chan is going. Nothing's going to get done, you know? I hope I'm wrong, but it's to a point where this is, like, happening way too frequently to a point where China is, you know, has a travel advisory against America, basically, saying, hey, uh, just watch out for public places. You might get shot. God, I can't go to a food concert anymore, supposedly. I can't imagine going to a Walmart. I can't go to a nice bar area anymore. Some crazy motherfuckers gonna come shoot up, and you know who knows what's gonna happen at the workplace. You know, you case of YouTube. What happened? That crazy lady who lost a monetization decided to come and whip up and start shooting up. I think that was the only lady that started shooting up so far that I know that's been outwardly reported. And then the Virginia Beach shooting, the guy was mad that he got fired. And on that, there was a couple other shootings that happened that I was like, oh, the guy got mad and got fired. You know what? I'm not even mad. I'm not even like, I'm not even whatever. It's just whatever happened, happened. And surprise, surprise, there's no real differences, you know, between the shooters, you know, profiling them. I think Los Angeles Times had the article about uh, the shooter profile and stuff. And then I saved the article. And here are the four, here are the four uh, common things uh, that the, whatchamacallit, common traits of a shooter uh hang on a second so the article is called we have studied every mass shooting since 1966 here's what i what we've learned about the shooters by jillian peterson and james densley they released this on august 4th uh for two years they've been studying the life life histories of mass shooters in the united states uh a project funded by the national institute of justice a research arm of the u.s department of justice and they went back from the 1966 so, number one, 
The vast majority of mass shooters in our study experienced early childhood trauma and exposure to violence at young at a young age. Their the nature of the ex, their exposure included parental suicide, physical or sexual abuse, neglect, domestic violence, and or severe bullying. The trauma uh, was often a precursor to mental health concerns, including depression, anxiety, thought disorders, or suicide. I can't say the word suicidality. Uh, the, so yeah, they've been they've been damaged goods at a very young age, and then uh, I think I read this about the Dayton, Ohio shooter today. Cause I try to, so people found that about the twenty one year old out of the, out of the what you call it the, 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 the El Paso. So the guy is like spewing eight chan bullshit about the Mexicans and all that. So we knew, but the Dayton, Ohio one was like really unknown, and I was curious. Other than today, there was a report that came out on Tuesday about his ex girlfriend had some troubling things about the dates that they initially went out, like going to a fucking gun range and like dark thoughts and shit. She and then some weird stocky behaviors that like she observed, and then also, you know, she's good with her. Uh, the the guy was good with the shooter, uh, the the sister of the shooter. But not with the parents. See, he's just like, I hate my parents. You know? Alright, so that kind of fits the profile so far. Second, practically every mass shooter we studied had reached an identifiable crisis point in weeks or months leading up to the shooting. They often be- had become angry and dis- despondent because of the because of a specific grievance. Uh, workplace shooters, a change up job st- status was frequently the trigger, usually getting fired. For shooters in other contexts, relationship rejection or loss often played a role uh, and then these kinds of things were communicated to others through marked change in behavior an expression of suicidal thoughts or plans or specific threats of violence uh, why am I not surprised it's like it's within a year or something I mean you saw this with the Virginia Tech shooter the guy got fucking rejected a gazillion times rioting girls whatever workplace shooter is not a surprise uh you know, Santa Barbara shooter that I remember, Oregon shooter getting rejected by girls left and right, not being able to find the girl, you know, that kind of thing. I don't know about this Dayton shooter though. The guy is that guy was a liberal. He liked Elizabeth Warren, but I don't know what the trigger point for him was, but I'm sure they'll find out. Number three, the most shooters had studied actions of other shooters and sought validation for their motives. People in crisis have always existed. But in the age of twenty four hour rolling news and social media, there are scripts to follow that promise notoriety notoriety in their death societal fear and fascination with mass shooting partly drives the motivation to commit them hence we have seen in the last week the mass shooting tend to come in clusters they're socially contagious perpetrators study other perpetrators and model the acts of the shootings many of are radicalized online in their search for for validation from others uh that will to murder is justified i mean God dang, this is a scary part. I guess this is this explains the HN shutting down and stuff. And I, I don't know this. This is the most ridiculous part about these people, these fucking losers. I, I'm gonna say it. These guys are fucking pussies and losers. Remember what I said last week or a couple weeks ago? Suicide is a fucking cop out and a pussy way to go in life. Living is hard. You know, killing's easy or getting killed is easy. These, all these guys are cowards. Girl too. They're cowards. I mean, I'm putting that lightly. I'm sorry. If you're going to normalize this, I'm going to have a normalized fucking sense of throwing the words out here. You know, mental health, you know, blaming all that stuff, societal factor. Yes, yes, yes. 
We all agree. Those are the factors, but those are not the main causes at this point, you know? And there are platforms that enable, you know, continue to feed into this behavior. So excuse my language, but I'm going to go like 8chan, 4chan. You know, I got to admit, I, I think I had this conversation a few times. You know, Reddit, 4chan, Facebook groups, YouTube comment boxes. These, these people commenting anonymously, Twitter, all that stuff, you know, Personally, these are weird, fun banters, in my opinion. Yeah, there's some assholes out there throwing sexist, misogynistic, you know, racist bullshit spewing, you know, they're doing it. But are all of them truly the racist, you know, 600,000 tweets in a second or something? Is there 600,000 racist? I don't know. I hope not. But the recent history, unfortunately, Charlottesville and everything, Trump getting elected and all that. I, you know, like, people acted on the stupid joke on the 4chan and stuff. Or, you know, what what is that other website? E-bombs World and all that shit. Remember all the stupid terrorist threat that we had, like, 10 years ago? All these, like, you know, internet has found that, is reporting that. Someone has reported to FBI that, like, there are nine Chinese nationals that have specific bomb threats. And it turns out those are, like, random-ass Chinese dudes that this guy fucking pranked. You know, on 4chan and E-bombs world and shit. You know? <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying. Those were the easier times. But instead, we got all these motherfuckers who are actually following through with a heinous act that anonymously was just like fucking bantering and shit. You know? It wouldn't like 4chan on sports board or something. I just like, go ahead, do it, faggot. You know, that's what people say on that thing, right? Again, I said, excuse my language. I'm just spewing it as they said used to say i mean maybe these still do i don't go to these websites anymore you know because it's fucking scary you know it used to be like do it faggot that stupid shit pixar didn't happen all that shit you know it's it yeah it's becoming contagious reality and then these all of these are fucking kids in my and then they're 21 24 10 years ago they're 13 14 you know when i was like barely their age and i just go these kids are like actually following through with these acts that like 10, 15 years ago were just merely going, what the fuck, dude? It's like, we're just fucking around here, you know? We're just like bantering in anonymous just to let the stress out. But these motherfuckers are actually going out and executing it. I'm just like, what the fuck? So for that reason, I guess I'm okay with HN shutting down because it's one thing where people just free speech spew and just like yeah fuck it i'm just trolling for shits and giggles but if the shits and giggles become reality to a point of not a prank but influencing a fucking election or costing lives and livelihoods i'm sorry that's like that's some next level you know all right number four the shooters all had the means to carry out their plans once someone decides life is no longer worth living and that murdering others would be a proper revenge only means an opportunity stand in the way of another mass shooting is an appropriate shooting site accessible can the can the would-be shooter obtain firearms in 80 percent of school shootings perpetrators got their weapons from family members according to our data workplace shooters tend to get their hands used tend to use handguns they legally owned other public shooters were more likely to acquire them illegally so, you know, number four basically is, look, I'm at the final stage. When do I do this? How do I do this? You know, that kind of shit. And <sighs> I, 
I'm surprised that like this study doesn't specify. I think I said this in the very be- you know when I first read it on the weekend. It was like, dude, where where is the one factor that I've been talking about? I think Bill Maher talked about. What about fucking getting fucking pussy? I'm sorry, like these guys. I mean, yes, they're socially awkward and shy, but looking at the Dayton shooter recently, that guy's like, that guy wasn't awkward. That guy was outgoing. That guy was for Elizabeth Warren or some shit. And then he was clearly had an ex-girlfriend. Yeah, he was a weirdo with like taking a girl to a first date to a fucking shooting range as a first date, which I don't understand. What the fuck, dude? Outgoing, but a little bit of dark humor. I guess I could see it, but I'm like, what the fuck? I, and people go, you know, mental health is an issue. And then like Trump and all these, all these like Kellyanne Conway are like throwing all this shit. But mental health, hate has no place in America. And I'm just go like, dude, like two years ago, Fucking this 21-year-old who got radicalized or was, in my opinion, cuckoo, but he didn't do a mass shooting, but instead he drove his fucking Dodge into a crowd and killed a lady. I mean, this guy clearly has a mental health issue. And in this case, there were people around him that tried to stop this kid. His mom was like, I never raised a kid to be a fucking conservative white supremacist. I don't know what the fuck happened to him. She reported him to fucking FBI, to police. They didn't do shit. And then all these, like, fucking hedgehog and all these, like, fucking website people. Like, Why didn't the government do anything? You know, it's to a point where, you know, we <laughs> like, fucking Alex Jones and shit, Infowars. Sandy Hook was a conspiracy theory. It was staged. And then, like, I see some reading some of this shit. It's like, why didn't the government act if they heard about these guys, huh? I'm sorry. Like, they're getting gazillions of these fucking profiles these days. Like, I... Oh, their loneliness is everywhere. I think I talked about that last week of the millennial statistics, and then the Gen Zs, and I'll, yeah, and then that they go like fuck. They keep consuming this shit, like in the media and all that, and I, they detained the El Paso dude, the Aurora shooter, Jared Lofner, who shot, you know, Kathy, uh, the Gabby Gifford. I, it may take another decade or two to learn them while they're living, but I just go like. Dead or alive, like, the traits are obvious, yet it's, you can't prevent them. You can't prevent a human being and the intention, you know. It's like, you know, talk to, talk to those people, you know, be nice to people. You know, it, people try to be nice. The fucking Dayton, Ohio shooter had a girlfriend. And then they broke up because he was acting fucking weird. And, yeah, I just go like, what, what can people do? What can society do? Mental health doesn't lead to violence. <laughs> they had mental, like, s- sadness and depression. I talked about this, like, quarter-life crisis and all that. It goes with last, some discussions. I just go, sadness is a normal state of human emotion. But if you take it to the next level, and then you won't get out of your fucking hole, no matter what people tell you, you won't listen. I'm sorry, you're like, you can't, you can't stop that. So, neighborhoods, counselors, friends, family, all these, like, frankly, domestic terrorist attacks can't be, can't be all stopped by human beings. So, we all, they reach out to the easiest tool possible, you know, perpetrating these heinous acts. So, there's only one solution, in my opinion, which is fucking get rid of the guns. And I'll be honest, I never shot a gun in my life, so my relationship with these firearms is like like zero to none. I come from I come from societies where there's no guns around, you know. In America, I understand there's a unique history to it, 
And I understand in remote areas like nowhere fucking Kansas or Montana, you need a fucking gun to protect yourself. But at the same time, I just go like, why are you keep feeding the drug? Why like we, the society goes after opioid crisis and painkillers that easy. Cigarettes, it took a while, but that easy. We got to it. Like you get to the, you get to regulating and controlling the exact tool that is killing people, actually killing people. Did that with the cigarettes and opioids. Yet. They're not going to do it with the guns. They're not going to do it. They'll never do it. And so, you know what? I'm going to normalize it. And I'm going to normally bitch about it like it's any other topic. I'm not going to make a somber note of it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, do it. It's like, I'm just as like usually as angry as whatever. Yeah, I sound angry. I am. I'm frustrated, but I'm, it's a frustration of normalizing it. So I'm just recording this like any other podcast. And to be honest, like, I said, legalize prostitution. Give them pussy. I don't care. P and the V. Get it over with. And then I was like, ah, fuck. Maybe some of them are not true. But it would eliminate some things. If that doesn't work, get rid of the fucking guns. You get rid of opioids. Like, are you going to be like, you know, you need a good supporting system so that you would stop taking painkillers. Yeah, that hasn't fucking worked. Who's keep prescribing the fucking medicines? Who's keep getting the heroines illegally because the fucking opioids are so expensive? I'm sorry. You gotta stop the tool that's enabling it. But that's not gonna happen, so fuck it, whatever. So I'm gonna normalize all these conversations. More of this is gonna happen, as we have seen. It just happens that you got 30 people dead in 20 hours, 19 hours or so. So you know what? Fuck it, whatever. You know? All these guys are losers. I'm not surprised. And no one's doing anything about it. And people are, everyone's getting lonely and lonelier day by day with the social media and everything. And for fucking sakes, the prank. The things that used to be prank posts, just random stress-relieving vent banter online posts have become reality for some fucking reason. And I go like, holy shit. If that's going to be the new norm, well, fuck it. I'll deal with it because no one's going to do anything. Government's not going to do anything. Corporation's not going to do anything. Liberal, conservative, doesn't matter. You know, if it took 20, you know, went to a food festival, the fucking kids died. But then again, 20-something kids died in Sandy Hook. No one gave a shit. Oh no, people gave a shit. Nothing happened. Nothing came out of it. So it's going to be a cycle of the same thing again. Nothing's going to change. So I'll be like, whatever. And this president's not going to do jack shit either. And I already fucking helped him to get elected to Russia. So what is he going to do about it? You know? You got all the same lonely people. Same, you know, I'll say it. Fucking mostly 90% white boys who just can't get it. Whatever. And then you have Virginia Tech. That guy's a weirdo Korean too. But I'm just like, I'm sorry, just, that guy was a psycho. There are multiple psychos, obviously. But could you have prevented that? Being a psycho? No. Could you have prevented them getting a gun? Yes. But that's not going to happen. So what are you going to do? So there's that. So, oh God. There, there, that was, you know, gun stuff. I, and then I just got like, I just shook my head. The, the thing that I'm more angry about, I'll be honest, is a whole... Trump with a fucking trade last week. What a segue. So I'm more mad about mad at this president for like costing people money. But then again, at the same time, I go like, did someone give him an earful and be like, hey, Donald, if you do this, I'll make a whole bunch of money in the put. So if you don't know what happened is that last week, the interest rate got cut, which was expected. But I think people expected more drastic int- like interest cut 
periodically coming quarter by quarter, month by month. But obviously, Jerome Powell said, this is a one time. We're going to do it for the first time since 2008 and it won't happen for a while. The end. Okay. So, market kind of fell after markets, after Wednesday. And then it kind of started recovering back Thursday morning. And about 1.30, this idiot fucking president started tweeting, you know what, we're going to impose 10% tariffs on the $300 billion worth of goods starting September 1st. Where the fuck did this come from? I'm still steaming about this shit. And then, like, what the fuck? Like, market was, like, recovering to all-time high. I'm the best president for the market. This motherfucker opened his mouth, opened his fucking screen, and said, I'm going to tweet away. I hope somebody does some behind-the-scenes coverage like they did with the other coverages they did to Elijah Cummings and stuff. Because he single-handedly caused the greatest loss day in 2019. And... I'm more mad about this tweet and then the whole trade war thing going on because honestly, it could not have come at the worst time possible. This guy's th- already threw a tariff threat for 25% for $200 billion worth of goods in June. The trade negotiation that's going nowhere, which Trumpian tactic is obviously, I'm going to talk shit, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in the hard line, the minions, underlings, you guys go, you guys go. It's like, oh, that's just Donald talking. Let's be real here, you know? But if you fire that weapon... No pun, uh, I'm sorry, pun very intended at this point. Who cares? Shootings are everywhere. I'm normalizing it. If you're going to use that as your fucking, the master trump card, per se, way too many times, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, and then you're just going to be like, uh uh-huh. Yes, China economy and then China policies in general, it's going through a bit of a struggles right now, to say at least. You know, Hong Kong protests going on. That's domestically fucking annoying for China. Uh, economy is like, doing this. But are the tariffs really working, working? Ah, there are mixed opinions about that, you know? And, you know, t- to be honest, if I were China, I would be like, fuck you, we ain't negotiating anymore. We're in for the long haul. And what are you going to do? Like, people are going to be disgruntled and shit like it's over here. You get, are you going to get a tea party raise? Are you going to get a you know, coffee party raise? Are you going to get Bernie or nothing? Bernie or bus people raise? No, fuck. Xi Jinping has got a, like iron grip of the whole of the economy. Yeah, they're trying to ease this. Yeah, they're trying to bail the other people out. But I'm like, fuck, he doesn't have to do anything. So, you know, and then another thing with the markets, with the prices go. I mean, like this happened in May 2000, whatever. And it's like worse. And then the Chinese yuan dropped. The Chinese government let it drop. But that's out of necessity, out of like not manipulating and shit. That could be true. Well, we'll see. Yeah, and then the market bounced back a little bit. But I'm like, it didn't have to go this way. You know? I, I'm sure whoever the short day traders are who made money off of this, good for them. And I think they got into Trump's ears. Like, Trump, do you need money? Drop this tweet right now. I want SEC to do some fucking investigation right there. I want some Washington Post coverage of like, you know, fucking putting the trade deal together because like fuck Mnuchin and those guys is like what are you gonna do when you walk in September 1st or before that why would China talk to US anymore you dropped this line too many damn times and then you call China the currency manipulator so like what are you gaining no one's winning anything here other than fucking Trump and the voters and the ego and I'm sure Trump will go back in like 20 because September and October are traditionally bad times for stock market I wasn't expecting much like I said, hard Brexit's gonna probably happen October 31st. And I just go like, there is no news other than we came to a deal for a trade deal, even if superficial. You know? That will say, hey, you got a deal. That's gonna just uplift the market and ease a pain. But how many times have you heard that? We're making progress in the trade. You know? 
She'll come with a fucking substance. The volatility, uncertainty, the downplaying of the fucking company play company books going forward in the near term future is not that good. So Trump is not helping. A president doesn't impact the stock market or economy by him or herself. But the policies do. And his policy of fucking tweeting out of fucking nowhere with no basis at all fucking brain farting like this is pissing me off. I don't know why rich people aren't pissed off about this unless they shorted it and had a whole bunch of puts yesterday making money off of this, you know? Then those, that's some inside better fucking trading right there. You're a fucking shin genius, you know? Because it was going fine. Jerome Powell's interest rate and all that stabilized. All the earnings, earning, major earnings reports basically ended. So there's no other optimistic news to come. Job report came out Thursday, which was like, okay, but not probably slowing down a little bit. Unemployment numbers coming up. It already came out. What other news is there to lift this fucking stock? This guy's a fucking idiot. Unless he had the hands and the money in this shit. So I'm fucking mad about that. That's what I'm more mad about than the fucking shootings at this point. And then you go like, how can you say that? About you're not mad about the shootings. Like, I already talked about it two years ago. Go listen to the episode 56. And like I said, this is a new norm now. There's a new normal. Everyone's normalizing this. No one's going to take the guns away, which is the actual drug that's enabling these fucking depressed boy, fuckboy addicts to shoot up everywhere. Whether it's, you know, in the mask of white supremacy and all that shit. You know, that is a problem also. There's a lot of factors. But the four factors they talked about, the, the LA Times, the profile since 1966, people should look back. So what are the solutions based on that, those data and the profile? In my opinion, there's only one solution. Stop putting mental health on the fucking pedestal. Mental health is not the cause. And it's like a causal effect that will lead to a shooting. Not every mentally ill people start shooting up. Just because you're depressed, just because you're bipolar, then why are you putting that stigma of men- mental illness? That is even the that that is the most egregious part. And then mental illness, people fucking throw that term so loosely. Sadness and depression are not the same thing. And like people mishandling, there's a there's a lot of wrong in many things. Social media perpetuating this media in general, you know, our general. You know, way of handling sadness, loneliness, drugging our way, not getting sex enough, because sex is everywhere, it feels like. And I sound like a fucking conservative. I'm not. I'm for, I'm for whatever. But at the same time, you got to admit, whatever is out there that's being perpetuated over and over, it becomes contagious. Why is he getting a pussy and that car and that fucking money and I don't? Oh, fuck. I'm getting sad getting like cycles of this over and over. Oh, I guess that guy shot. Oh, that guy shot too. Man, they all do the, like, come on. And then they go online. And then it's just go like, what? You can't stop it. You stop HN, something else is going to pop up. Okay, but that's not going to stop someone actually grabbing a gun and doing something. What are you going to do? Just sh- shutting down HN. You're, you, we're stopping the platform and spreading. And I'm like, well, you're not stopping the actual guns. You know, you're not actually, you're not stopping the human being. Just like stopping the online persona, Right. What are you going to do? So I just go like, these are temporary plugging the holes, you know? Just media and people and the public just trying to throw a blame at someone, you know? I'm not saying they are not contributing to it, but are they the major cause leading to it? No. They're just ambient factors that are enabling it. 
But what is a main enabler? What is a final nail in the coffin? That fourth point. They they come to a plan and they're like ready to go. Should I go now or no? And the fact that they got to a stage that they came to a full plan and then give them a fucking drug and a tool to do it. I'm sorry. It just whatever. And the gun stocks, I'm sure they're doing the same thing. You know, every time this happens, oh gun control's gonna come, control's gonna come. And then like the stocks always go up. The gun sales been down because of bad thing. But like, you know, it just 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 I'm sure this happened again. Yeah, look what happened. Like firearm and ammunition stocks. Every time these shootings happen, they spike. Oh, people hoarding the shit. People hoarding the shit. And then, like, eventually, it's like, ah, fuck, sales aren't that great, you know. And then, uh, you know, people go back to normal. So, you know what? It's a cycle of the same. It's a cycle of the same. And same for the president. Same for all of these shootings. I'm more mad about the president just going out of nowhere for the badass fucking economical decision he's making. Because that was really out of the norm at this stage, unlike the mass shootings. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I sound more bitter or angry. You know, I'm not ang- you know angry more than the usual, but I guess it comes off more that way. So I'll go back and listen to this. But thanks for listening. I appreciate you. You know, if you have any opinions about whatever, email me a dashoitalook.com, a dashoitalook.com. I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, whatever pod thing you use. You find me a show with a thumbs up, rate me, subscribe, and then uh, you know banter with me. Fuck, you know. So thanks for listening. Nobody's Nobody's